0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Superview Show's Career Retrospectives, right here on The Superview Show. I am joined by Kyle and Mike. What's going on, guys?
1: Hey, hey. Yeah, it's just some strange days going on these days, so I'm just, you know, making it through, you know, beginning of the week, you know, gotta... You're telling but, um, me, man. But, um, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: I mean, I mean, I, I walked into a door the other day. I'm not sure what was going on. I was like, oh, God, and I started in my head, but anyways... Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're off to a terrible start. It's okay. The the, the bad jokes are coming out. Yes. Um know it, as the title of this podcast or this show is suggests, we're gonna be breaking down Mike's pick, correct? Yes, Mike, I got it right this time. Woo-hoo-hoo.
1: And you I get to do a couple more picks soon, right? Or oh oh hey, Kyle, it's going <laughs> We're still we're still waiting on Kyle's one
2: pick. day one of mine will get picked. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, oh, my yes. God.
0: Um, but seriously, we're, we're going to be bringing out Mike's pick, his album that he picked out, which was uh, The Doors, Strange Days from 1960. Man, 1967. So let's bring it up yet. here for a second. Yeah.
1: Wait, what? <laughs> wasn't even born yet.
0: Uh, my aunt was literally born in 1967. So there you go. Yeah. She's crazy. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: but Mike, since this is your pick, why don't you shed a little light? Sh- share some love for um the door strange days if you got any.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh so um I I tend to be a big fan of some of the psychedelic kind of like um experimental, um, melancholy, uh strange, like, you know, doing some kind of interesting uh um you know, effects that kind of give an album that kind of quality to it. And it, it, it's kind of a flash, uh, kind of a flash picture of, you know, the, of the sixties and this kind of feeling to it. And, um, it just gives you a, a lot of visual kind of, uh, um, a visual picture of, of the sound of the time. And the doors just kind of really embody that. and Um, did a lot of cool things with production on this. So yeah, um, just, I've always been a fan of this album. I'm very familiar with it. I've always been a fan of the doors. Um, and, you know, they're actually one of the few blues rock bands that fuse other things going on. There's a little bit of a tango feel to this. There's a little bit of a, um, you know, the psychedelics There's a little bit of like jazz blues, kind of like rock. I mean, there's so many little things going on in this that it never sells out too much to one side. And I think that's, you know, like I always told you, I like change-ups. I like uh, blending. I like uh, that kind of uniqueness uh, that they bring alongside it. So, yeah, I'm just excited to talk about it today. And, yeah, go into more detail.
0: Kyle, should I go next?
1: I mean, I could go next.
0: Okay, go ahead.
2: Uh, the Doors is always a band I've respected, uh, never liked, never listened to a full album by them. So this is the first time. My opinion has not changed. Um, <laughs> I don't care for psychedelic rock. I don't like like that uh, that whole sound. One thing that has always annoyed me about The Doors, I hate the keyboard tone that is something i've but that's you know it's not just them it's that whole 60s era keyboard trying to sound like an organ kind of thing i don't like it um huge respect for them their impact on music in general same thing like jim morrison at you know absolute legend but my opinion hasn't changed after this album um i'll get into the more specific songs in a bit but uh yeah, you know, for first time listening to a full album that wasn't, like, their greatest hits record, um, pretty much what I expected.
0: All right, uh, and yeah, for, for me, the Doors, I mean, I, 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 I'm I more on the side with Kyle on this one. I'm not a big fan of the psychedelic. I mean, I, I'll listen to it occasionally, but it's a little bit too much for me, if you will, uh, especially when in the late 60s and the 70s were starting to roll around with, like, certain bands like you know like the doors are one of them um know yeah, like pink floyd's you know certain some of their albums are like very very very, very trippy especially the movie the wall uh, <laughs> um <laughs> so it, it's never been my forte to fully enjoy the doors i also they were a short-lived band too i mean jim morrison died in 1971 that's over 50 years ago but um but their music has still lived on a lot, of, a lot of a lot of their songs are still relevant to this day for the most part um it's just the style of the doors, though. I mean, it's it's not truly my direct taste of that era of of rock and roll in particular. I mean, because you the, the late 60s, you still had the Beatles, you had the Rolling Stones, you had the Who, you had the Kinks, you had other bands. Who? Yeah, what? What's going on? The what? The who? The where? What's going on? Ah! Who what, what the terrible jokes there? The how. Um, no. reverse, r- reverse lettering. Um, no, but the, the, doors, I mean, I've, I've never, this is my first exposure to a full album of theirs. I've known their hits. I know you look at like riders on the storm and, you know, other hits <laughs> like that. But other than that, I just really don't haven't really delved into their work outside of this, what we're doing now. So, but yeah, the strange days we'll get into our individual thoughts in a second, but that's kind of my overall outlook on the doors strange days let's jump over to the track listing for a second um let's see a total of 10 songs um i'll read off the track listing really quick and then we'll let mike go first uh the original album included strange days you lost sorry you're lost a little little girl love me two times unhappy girl horse latitudes moonlight drive i'll get that when i get there people are strange my eyes have seen you. I can't see your face in my mind and when the music's over, that is the track. And they, they did reissues of certain other, like other takes and someone out of that, but we're mainly focusing on the original album when it came out back in the day. Um, so Mike, since it's your pick, what are your standout tracks? What are your favorites? What do you got?
1: Well, um, so this is just packed full of absolute bangers. I mean, it really is. It's just, <laughs> shut up, pal. I can see it's <laughs> working over there. apart <laughs> um, slowly but surely. Yes, that's right. Um, it really has very few tracks that I do not like. Um, there are a couple tracks that, uh, uh, let's do it this way. Uh, every track on this album is a 10 except um uh the moonlight drive uh when the music's over and um uh unhappy girl was almost a 10 uh short short song cool trippy kind of stuff going on on that um everything else pretty much was a 10 for me uh, and this is one of those kinds of albums that um, like I was saying before, it dips into um, many different styles of kind of uh, you know feelings, uh, different instruments, different um, environments to each song that kind of create a certain kind of a kind of a, you know, a little bit of a creepy nature, a little bit of a strange nature. Um, you know, you might even uh, say so, it's
0: "Strange Days." <laughs> strange days
1: woo. Woo. Uh, but my my standout standout, we're gonna go eleven out of ten. "Strange Days" is one of my favorite songs. Uh, Of the entire Doors discography, I mean, it's definitely within the top three, um, as well as People Are Strange. Those are two. uh, I mean, they're just absolute classics. Everybody knows them. Um, And they they just have some cool little things going on. Uh, And and I'm almost complete opposite of Kyle's. Almost like what makes this album great for me is the keyboards create this kind of like strange kind of nature to it that, um make it very like quirky very kind of like um just kind of peculiar you know it's the only word I could think of that. like and I love that because it just fits with the over top of the bluesy uh rock stuff going on the solos there's so many good solos so many good uh you know little parts on this that just all accompany itself so um yeah so uh strange Day is one of my favorite bass lines. Now, um, they didn't have a bassist, but the keyboard player was the bassist live. So he would play, you know, two hands, he'd be playing the bass line with one side and he'd be playing the keyboard, um, the you know, the main voice of the keyboard on the other. So that was always such a cool thing. The guy was just an absolute animal at the keyboard and just creates that kind of like real, just uh just cool. You know, combination of the bass and the and the main voice. So, um, absolutely love that bass line. Absolutely love the vocals on uh, Strange Day. So, um, and then Your Lost Little Girl, a great song, melancholy, kind of cool feeling to it. You know, it's got all these lyrics definitely wouldn't translate well today. Very, uh, giving off some pedo vibes and stuff like that, you know, but the, the term little girl was actually said towards like, a, a, a girl back in the day, was kind of like a, I wouldn't say condescending, but it was definitely uh, the idea that women were kind of like, you know, uh, just lost or kind of, you know, whatever, like confused. And you got of get that feeling here. and But it's just such a cool, quiet kind of song that just has some real, just mysterious vibe to it. So, I mean, absolutely. Uh, one of the ones I stumbled upon when listening to this album that I wouldn't have heard from a best of, you know, greatest hits that I absolutely just love. And then Love Me Two Times, I mean, that's just such a great song. Um got that bluesy piano. Um it almost has like a uh you know just the blues rock and just the tone to it. Um vocals really get that special quality. I mean Jim Morrison is like Kyle said is an absolute freaking just legend. And um everything he brings to this is gives it that grit, gives it that um that kind of uh rough ...ness that you need for kind of a quiet, melancholy, uh, psychedelic album. He he, kind of rips you back into reality with his vocals. So um, Unhappy Girl, you know, what's kind of interesting about that song is it's got a crying sound effect to it, um, almost done with like a slide guitar. Um, if, you, if you listen back again, you'll notice that it sounds like a girl crying. And if you actually go back and listen to it and think in that manner, it's exactly what they were going for. It's got that crying, woo! you know that kind of a, a quality to it um the different uh different moments in this track they actually played the keyboard solo backward um in the beginning of it uh yeah i was actually doing some research on it It was actually kind of an interesting thing and they did some trickery on this they did some trickery on strange days with the vocals like the kind of um effects on the voice to give it that feeling like you're almost going through time almost or like uh you know, going into into another dimension, it feels like very psychedelic. So um did a lot of tricks on this. And they the, the reason why they did so many tricks on this is because they actually got a copy of um of uh the the Beatles uh album it was what is this uh Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts like they actually got that uh copy of that uh and yeah. were so blown away by it. That they wanted to do more experimentation and stuff going on that the Beatles were doing, and um, this was definitely kind of a, a a cry to, you know, a call to action of like uh, trying to achieve the same kind of uh, you know monumental um, influence that that album would have, you know. And it was just it was just kind of interesting. And then Force Latitudes is just a spoken word strange kind of piece and i don't know if you guys ever knew what horse latitude means uh horse latitudes were uh they're, they're areas in the ocean that have very calm or no wind no rough waters um and during those those latitudes during those those pockets of area that um sailors would hit they began to run out of water run out of resources so uh the idea of horse latitudes is that was when you had to dump the things on board that were taking up uh, resources and, and whatever. And the horses were the first thing to be dumped off because they were consuming those resources. So you actually listen back to that song. He talks about jettisoning the the beast into the water and it's pumping furiously. It's drowning. And uh, this idea of just, we need to make it through this trip, and if we don't, don't get rid of some of this, these excess kind of cons, cons, consumers of resources, we're gonna we're gonna not make it. So, yeah, actually, really cool back uh, story of that, and uh, the idea of just um sailors knew what was coming when they hit these areas where um the winds weren't exactly helping their journey. Um, yeah, Moonlight Drive. You know, this is actually one of those uh, songs I wasn't um, huge on when I first heard it. Um, going back to it multiple times I uh, I really enjoyed it uh, 8.5 out of 10 uh, slide guitar gives it a strange quality it's got that quintessential doors screaming raspy vocals um, it builds which I like that it builds but kinda doesn't uh, strike any super chord with me um, it's one of those songs that uh, um, you know I'm, I still I mean it's still legendary it's just uh, you know one of the lesser songs of this album. I mean, People Are Strange, great song. Uh, got that classic, strange kind of feel into it. Lyrics are great, really create a cool vision of being alone in a world where people who don't understand you. Uh, and then the gang vocals at the end really give you that sing-along quality, which I really like because it's like, uh, you know, it's one of those songs that's very catchy. And I could imagine a lot of people, um, you know, kind of singing this, uh you know in a place where like a bar or something like that when you're uh you know kind of having that kind of environment so um yeah coming down the, the list my eyes have seen you once again um good song it almost reminds me of that song from forrest gump i don't know you remember that song i'm talking about the one where uh um it's the one where uh um jenny is like uh gonna he thinks she's gonna commit suicide and or she's doing the drugs and like I'd have to look up the name of the song actually probably Freebird it's probably for you're probably right uh it reminds me of a part in Freebird it was
0: like Like the ending of Freebird
1: yeah yeah exactly it has that kind of building but it's not one of my favorite songs I just enjoy this song uh 8.5 out of 10 um and then uh I Can't See Your Face it's actually a 10 out of 10 because I just really love the the tr- transitions musically where it kind of goes to this minor kind of sad, uh, almost reminds you you're on the sea. If you actually listen to this and think about being on the sea, almost with the same theme of, uh, of the horse latitudes, you really feel like you're floating on the sea because it's got that kind of guitar to it that has that jazzy kind of like you're floating on the sea. It's got a very, you know, um, and almost reminds me of music from a video game. Weirdly enough, like an RPG. Uh, but um, and then you know, we kind of come down to when the music's over. It's actually one of my least favorite track on the album. It's too long. Uh it it's one of those atmospheric songs that a band would play to a group of drugged out freaking uh concert goers. And it it's just there's better long songs that the doors have done in their uh discography that um have some cool have much more going on in them not a bad song just eight out of ten uh for me on that one so yeah like once again this is just an absolute classic for me most of most if not all of them are tens except a couple of select tracks and um it's got a cool theme to it you know uh different little uh vibes going on so yeah that's my that's my take
0: cool Kyle you want to go next
1: Sure,
2: (laughs) all right, so I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Um, (laughs) as someone who doesn't like the doors and doesn't like 60s era psychedelic rock, um, a lot of the songs I'll go through each individual song, but a lot of them really were fours and fives for me. Mm -hmm. One of the about three songs in, one of the things I was actually listening with, uh with uh, my fiance in the car and she even said literally right when i was about to say it that this is just the definition of background music (laughs) and i could not agree more um also listening to it while driving towards the end of the album i was actually having to find myself smacking myself awake to keep (laughs) me up uh but anyway strange days i can't just background music to me five out of ten it's not offensively bad at all it's just kind of there for me uh you're lost a little girl four out of ten really didn't like this one uh also the title bothers me because grammatically it doesn't make sense (laughs) it's either missing a comma or it's the wrong form of your either one (laughs) would fix it uh Anyway, Love Me Two Times. It's an okay song. It's just not for me. Uh, You know, no denying it's one of their most iconic, best songs out there. Six out of ten for me. Not one I would go back to, but I wouldn't turn it off if it came on the radio or anything like that. Again, a lot of the things that I dislike about these tracks is that keyboard tone. Also, I feel like throughout, there was just... A severe lack of low end on the recording. I feel like having a lower end more prevalent would have held it up a bit more, would have added a bit more depth to the tracks. Unhappy girl. The reason you like it, Mike, is like the complete opposite reason I like it. <laughs> I yep. hated that like little crying sound effect they were doing. Hmm. Uh, I also really didn't like like you mentioned that backwards playing of the keyboard riff. I didn't like that either. It was, it stood out noticeably in a bad way for me. Hmm. But that brings us to horse latitudes, which (laughs) was one of my favorite things on here. What? Wow. I did not expect to hear you say that. The only reason it's not higher than a six out of 10 for me is that it was too short and it didn't go anywhere. If they (laughs) took that and they pushed it into like a more more of, I guess, a song at the end, even like 30 seconds of more like actual musicality than just a spoken word thing, could have pushed
1: it even higher. I actually didn't rate that one. I consider it uh not a track. I just consider, consider like, it more of an interlude? Yeah, I actually just kind of... So when I give my score, I don't factor it in. I factor it in as almost like... um like yeah it's like a interlude or just like an yeah. environmental kind of like creating a certain kind of atmosphere um like you said if it if it like was doing that whole thing and then all of a sudden at the end you hear like heavy keyboards playing and then like a drum beat and then just like him repeating some words over and over again like i you know some of these kinds of artists would do I, I, and, it, and it just dragged it out into something like you said evolved it into something like musically i probably would have gone into that and said okay it's a track but like to me it's just uh it's with the backstory and what it creates it uh it's nothing more than to paint the picture for the rest of the album and uh give you that and uh you know that feeling of you're out in the ocean you know what i mean you're just floating yeah. out there i i wish that
2: the rest of the album felt like that though <laughs> um, so then to me Imagine one, my surprise, and the next song was not Horse Longitudes. (laughs) Uh, But Moonlight Drive coming off the back of the intensity of Horse Latitudes really didn't hit for me. Just five out of ten. Again, nothing. A lot of these songs aren't ones that I would turn off if they came on, but I wouldn't seek them out. My problems, the reason I'm not giving more in-depth about each song is my problems with the songs are pretty much the same mm. for all of them. Uh, People are strange. This is the one track on the album that I would actually voluntarily go back to. The main reason for that being the keyboards kind of take a back seat in the production. They're not as prevalent. They don't have that annoying uh, tone to them nearly as much as the other tracks on here did. Uh, so that one I actually enjoyed quite a bit. Uh, then here's where the album takes a huge downturn for me My Eyes Have Seen You kind of same reasoning 4 out of 10 same reasoning for the other tracks but then we get to I Can't See Your Face in My Mind easily my least favorite on here Mm -hmm. just really didn't enjoy it. it actually my fiance also when it was over we were both like thank god (laughs) <laughs> about this one i really didn't like and then when the music's over couldn't agree with you more mike way too long
1: mm-hmm.
2: didn't have to be 11 minutes uh this is why i was really like smacking myself try to keep myself awake while driving to this one it was like you know nine o'clock at night with this on in the car and it was just not it was not doing it for me this was a three out of ten it has some cool aspects to it that I think that it could have been a better track if they refined it more. So, I mean, overall, if you like the doors and you like like 60 psychedelic rock, you probably gonna enjoy this album a hell of a lot more than I did. But it's just the sound's really not for me. Uh, that keyboard's really the biggest downfall. Also, production-wise, just not I feel like it didn't hold up again if there was more you know, low end in there, if they brought that up a little bit more in the recordings, feel like it would have more depth to it, keep it a little more interesting. But yeah, for me, I mean, standout track would be People Are Strange, uh, Love Me Two Times, and Horse Latitudes would be either uh, runner-ups on here. But the disappointing thing for me on this album isn't a result of this album, but it's the fact that I only really like about five, maybe six Dora songs before this. I think only one of them was on here and that was people are strange
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and love me two times. I, like I already said, it's just not for me, but it was the only other one on here that I knew beforehand, mm. but yeah, I mean, it's, it, if you like this kind of music, you'll probably enjoy it.
1: There you go.
0: I guess it all comes down to me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. um, so
0: I'm actually somewhat in the middle of both of you right now, um, but I'll, I'll go through track by track and explain what I mean. So one thing that right off the bat is I didn't, cause I didn't realize I was listening to it, but looking at it now pretty much the first side of the, the ex, with the exception of horse latitudes, each song is pretty much the same length except for unhappy girl and horse latitudes. Like, but if you put horse latitudes and unhappy Girl" into one song, it's three minutes and 30 seconds for some reason. It all just cohesively works that way. I just yeah. want to point that out. Um, this is like OCD, whatever it, um, but, <laughs> but, um, I'm kind of like Kyle on this. Actually, I, I only knew a couple of door songs. Obviously, I was saying know ride on the storm. I know. Um, I know people are strange. It was on this album and, um, light my fire, of course, is another one, but, um, but going into this, I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew, I, I kind of knew what I was getting into and my standout tracks might be a little bit different than both of you, but let's see where we go. So str- my standout tracks are strange days because it's just, it's not people are strange, but it kind of fits like the, it's for me, like it fits where I was going. All right, It, it was a nice introduction, if you will, to the, i um, like, I was like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm going into it. First song. Okay, here we go. Well,
2: it was also the title track, so we know it was JT's favorite.
0: There we oh, go,
1: JT. You, you little. So, <laughs> I, I, I
0: For those of you who don't know, I'm a title track sucker. Yes, I I, I, I love me a good title track. You give me American yes. Idiot, and you, if only Dookie had. A title track that would have been incredible. Just saying. Yeah. Um, but Strange Days, great title track. I will add it to my title track playlist besides the point. <laughs> um
1: that, that, that playlist is too long for any human to listen to because it's like <laughs> it's like 90 days worth of music.
0: No, I, we'll save that for another time. Um, but strange days title track. It's a I liked it a lot. I, I wouldn't say I loved it, but I did like it quite a bit. Um, you lost your your uh, I'll hit this on the head. The, the, the grammar is what's killing me here. You're lost little girl. It, it's grammatically correct, which just throws me off a little bit. I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> that kind of dropped down a little bit for me. Too. I was like, oh, wait, it's not grammatically correct. It's not grammatically correct. What the hell? Anyways, um, love me two times. Obviously, it's, it's up. There's one of those one of those one of those songs by the doors that was, you know, a, a bit of a, a, a staple for them at the time unhappy girl and horse latitudes i kind of see where you're coming from mike though i do agree with you like horse latitudes it's like if you could be on if if you put your mindset if you put your mind on like you're in the sea or or the ocean or whatever whatever you said i can see where you're coming from there i do wish it was longer though Mm -hmm. to kyle's point as well i mean i wish if it was three minutes and thirty seconds, we might have had a different conversation. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this is a horse. I wish it was longer. I did like what I heard, though, truthfully. And but the standout track outside of the title track is Moonlight Drive. Why is it Moonlight Drive, ladies and gentlemen? Because I live on Moonlight Drive.
1: Oh, <laughs>
0: oh. oh. I'm not disclosing where I live, specifically where I live, but yeah. Relevancy.
1: Relevancy. <laughs> it just <stood> out. <laughs> and
0: it's three minutes exactly. It's perfect. Well, <laughs> so it's like, Moonlight Drive Here we go, baby You're going to find the J-Man Anyways, <laughs> the J- You're going to find the J-Man On <laughs> Moonlight Drive yeah, I'm not telling you where I live, but yes yeah, so If you want to dig around on Google, go ahead yeah. um, Side two, though People Are Strange, and iconic Doris song. I knew it going into it So getting more familiar with it, I was like Alright, ca- I'm in like familiar Doris territory, if you will You know what I mean? Uh, great really good song overall um my eyes have seen you it uh, didn't do much for me i mean i liked it but it didn't, it didn't like have that like when i go back to it feel to it um i can't see your wait i can't see your face in my mind i almost misread that as to a different grammatical error sorry about that um but i can't see your, your face in my mind um getting somewhat better pretty much the same as uh, pretty much the same as my eyes have seen you and when the music's over Look, I'm not against long songs. I really am not. I mean, I have to listen to Rush's tw- uh, 20, um, 2112 at some point soon. I do know that. I have to listen to the whole thing on that. But there, are, Rush has a lot of long songs. We talked about Rush last week. But I wow, <laughs> it's, it's long. I mean, it, it definitely does feel like it's like it. You feel you're kind of struggling a bit. You're like, am I? You're questioning your existence. It's kind of like you're driving yes. in the middle of a desert. You're kind of like, all right, well, I'm driving in the middle of a desert and uh, the doors is when the, when the, music's when the music's over is on and sure enough, it's like, I'm still driving. What's going on? And you started saying you're dozing off. <laughs> it's not, I, I, it, I wish the, and the doors are great for like long songs. So as you guys said, it makes me want to go back and listen to some of their longer material. I just have to go back and find it. Um, but this one was like, oh my God. It's like, we're driving. And there's no end in sight, <laughs> except for the cliff that we go off of. <laughs> just say. No, but, uh, I, but <laughs> I'm, having, <laughs> I'm having way too much fun. But that's, but that's, but that's besides the point, though. But overall, um, my stand-up tracks are Strange Days, uh, Love Me Two Times, Moonlight Drive, because I live on the same street. Uh, people Are Strange, and uh, what was the other one I just said? Uh, horse, horse Latitudes, too. So th- those are my stand tracks are Strange Days, Love Me Two Times, Horse Latitudes, Moonlight Drive, and People Are Strange. Those are my track standout tracks for me personally. Um now that we've all given our insight on this b- fantastic record, uh let's go over and rate it, shall we? So Mike, is your pick use your album?
1: Yes. It's so if we're a gonna solid,
0: go- it's a 10 out of 10, right? Well, let's- if we're gonna if we're
1: gonna go straight on just actual rating of the songs, uh oh, yeah. like, it would be like I mean, I'm gonna say I would say it's like a nine point four out of 10 but then like as i told you guys i always award points as a whole piece of music i award points based on for the time for the production use of tricks and kind of uniqueness uh i award points as a whole piece of music and it's a 10 out of 10 i mean it bumps it up to that it it really is it has some it's packed full of songs that that just um have so many cool instruments on them so many cool musical kind of uh sounds to it be it this this piano kind of sounds like an old western kind of piano or like a uh um you know like a uh blues piano and then this piano sounds like uh this key the synth which they said it was like the first album to have a synth in it ever like a synth sound like i forget what i was reading about that but it said something along the lines that was like the first album um, in the history of music to have like a, a synth like um you know like a the moog, what do you call it the moog uh, uh synthesizer or whatever um uh, yeah. you know it just it has so many different little instruments and sounds and kind of uh cool feelings to it um laid back feelings uh you know um pacing to it that's that really just fits in all speed in speeds and kind of musical kind of uh um you know pacing that helps someone listen to an album and not get like too just bored or whatever besides obviously that, that last song but uh yeah it's 10 out of 10 um and i'm just glad that uh you guys could experience an entire album by the doors i mean as i, I called it i knew Kyle wouldn't like this album but uh, <laughs> um You know, it still is important that you guys listen to it, whether you like it or not. And I feel like we all have to have that kind of mentality when um, experiencing things. Um, You know, you go into it understanding that you're listening to a part of history, part of uh, musical kind of uh, technique, um, lots of, uh, you know, it's all um, metaphorical. It's all kind of uh, a very kind of... uh, um, overall theme to it and i love themed albums because when you have when you're in a theme you begin to kind of uh put yourself in the the scenario that they're creating for you or the, the the theme that they're creating so um it takes you to that place and then you teleport back when you're done so it's kind of a cool uh, little journey that it'll take you on so yeah so it's a 10 out of 10
0: right Ten out of ten. Kyle, is there any hope for your
1: rating? (laughs) Kyle's a crazy Uh, change of heart goes into a 10 out
2: of 10. No. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, like I said, I I went into this. I did go into it with an open mind. You know, I always approach music like that, uh, even if it's a band that I'm not necessarily fond of or an artist I don't really care for. I always go into an album with an open mind. You know, it unfortunately didn't change my opinion at all um so i i go 4.5 out of 10 it's again if you like psychedelic rock like that 60s sound it's just a it's one of the few genres or subgenres of rock i haven't been able to get into but if that's your thing you'll probably like it like i'm not surprised that mike likes this he likes he tends to like that more experimental and uh you know, creative, you know, well, not that other music isn't creative, but that more out there kind of sound. So I'm not surprised that Mike likes this one a lot. Uh, to me, my favorite thing about it is the album art and just the artwork associated with it. It works very well. It's a cool thing. I like it a lot. I mean, that's about it for me. Uh, 4.5 mm-hmm. out of 10. I, I wish I liked it more. I was hoping I was going to like it a little more than I did, but I can't say I'm surprised.
1: <laughs> i hear you oh by the way there was a the blast beat in uh the last song if i don't know if you guys paying attention yes that ca- yes yeah. that caught me and i was hoping it was going to continue that way yeah. and then it didn't yeah. yeah dude i was like whoa this dude's pulling out which you know blast beats are actually used in jazz before they're yeah. in metal a lot of people don't know that um so when i heard that i was like oh whoa what's going on here man this dude's going for uh it's going for it's to stick the the triple LUTs, you know, like he's trying I, to go uh I perked up when I heard that and
2: then it just it lost me again shortly after. Yeah, that. yeah. I thought it was kind of cool.
1: So Who yeah, that man that, that Who? actually is that section, there. That? That section yeah. there is
2: actually what took it. Originally I had it sitting at a two. That section there is what elevated it to at least a three for me.
1: Yeah, yep. Something interesting to latch onto. Yep. Like to, do something. Do yes.
2: something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: anyways, it comes down to me at the end, and at the end of this podcast, the stream, if you will. Um, I I liked what I heard, but there was some mishaps here and there. Like there, there wasn't enough there to fully make me say I, I. There's nothing that can make me go above like really a six, truthfully. So I'm pretty mid on this, truthfully. But I feel like I'm one of these people where I actually do appreciate some of the psychedelic stuff, like late Beatles career, like some Stones and whatnot um the who and the uh, other bands of this time period that made like even like the um not not the love and spoonful what are they called um the zombies with time of the season stuff like that like that kind of like trippy keyboard stuff i, I, I if i go back to it like i need more time i feel like this is an album i need more time to develop with it to get more into it I would go back to it more, like in like a year, like a six month time spent just to give another shot. Maybe my maybe my mood or maybe my range will change a little bit. Um, But right now, I'm sitting at about a six, about a six point two five, six point five out of ten. Truthfully, there's things I liked a lot. There's some things that were really slow, like questionable, long, strange things to say. Ha, ha, strange Uh, to to, 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 to see if you know what I mean. But uh, um, to listen to. But, uh, but yeah, honestly, I'm sitting at a 6.25 or six 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 and a half, truthfully, for me, Mike. So I'm a little bit higher than Ka. Kyle. Sorry, Ka's <laughs> the villain today.
1: The villain again, two times in a row. Yeah, and by the way, this was uh, number 409 on the 500 greatest albums of all time for uh, um, Rolling Stone. So I just, it was just interesting to see some of the, I was looking on the Wikipedia page at some of the right. production stuff where it sat on the albums list, uh, you know, and and also uh in their greater discography, which, you know, they have great albums. Um, they're, you know, but uh like it's interesting to see, you know, it's more of a psychedelic take, like you guys were saying. So it sits well with the psychedelic fans more so than it does with your Wars um fans who like the more like Morrison Hotel, which is more like um blue, more blues um, forward yeah, that's you know where i align more yeah like um you know like that have like um you know a lot more blues forward track so uh which i love both equally so i don't have a favorite of the two sounds if anything i love them blended I would love uh, a hard rock and bluesy track, go straight into some psychedelic stuff. I'd be happier than a pig and chick because I love change-ups, you know? And I like, I love when you're just going along and then boom, take you right out of that into something trippy because it really, it throws your your brain for a loop. And uh, that's why I've always liked offbeat drum patterns. I've always liked guitars that were kind of dissonant sounding, you know, that, that kind of challenged your brain on what it, thinks should be there a lot of the times we anticipate something because that's what we do as people we're like hey this should be coming next because this is what always comes next and when it doesn't come next you're like felt wrong but it felt right at the same time because like denying yourself what is expected kind of like intrigues you to pay attention harder because it just it threw you for a loop so i'm always a big fan of that kyle nailing on the head So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, good that we are listening. And I mean, I think we're going to be spinning this wheel. And I mean, this is a real mystery whose pick is going to be picked here. You know, I mean, it's like, I well, I thought we were just going to pick it so we could announce it. You know what I mean? Just uh, um, just so we know whose pick is next. But, you know, obviously it won't be the next video.
0: Kyle can share his screen. Hold on. He yeah, screen well, I
1: sharing up. I didn't expect we were spinning it. Let me pull Oh it up. yeah, yeah. I figured we'd just announce it so that we have we uh know who's the next person. <laughs> 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 All right. Yes. There it is. All right. We left. All right. So this is not our next video, but it will be soon. <laughs> it will be Kyle's Probably next 3 week. weeks from now. Yes. Yeah. We'll see. see. Who's, <laughs> <better than>, who's <laughs> going
2: to be? Who's going to be? For comedy's sake, I have one choice. I want.
1: Oh my no. All right, nice.
2: Oh my Not god! Not the one I
1: was going for, but I'll take oh, it. Oh! I think there was an accident. You want to re- re-spin? Nope. No, all you right want now. to Yes. Re- <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the one. Okay. All right. I'm super excited. So
0: it's what
2: was it? It's Luke
1: <laughs> Bryan's what? Born here, live here, die here. Born here, live His here. Latest die. album. Nice. Okay cool so doing- all right there it is hey like i said i'll go into everything with an open mind to fully experience it so
0: and i'm one who actually enjoys country music for what it is i just i i haven't like listened to a lot of it to judge it but yeah our, so in three weeks time we'll do luke bryan's what is it called again i'm sorry
2: <laughs> born here live here die here thank you bro. yeah
1: sorry, all right. and then jt Woo! has the title track
0: oh <laughs> god.
1: So we'll just put Title you track. down for that's your favorite song
0: that is a, this is the 10 out of ten track no I'm kidding yeah
1: so in our then next week
2: is yeah. the u2 was it songs of surrender I believe it's called
0: yes that's correct I saw
2: reimagined record I know can I, can I surrender now <laughs> can, can I
0: as as a fan of them I'm like oh my god Oof,
2: I've, I've already surrendered and I only got like six tracks in.
1: oh Oh, my god it might take a turn who knows
2: we would end the stream before hey who knows the the other 34 songs might be great that's see. um but yeah well listen so uh, not next week not the week after not the week
0: after that but the week after that and four weeks three or four weeks we'll be doing luke bryan's a kyle's pick for um for uh these so we spun the wheel and that's gonna be our next Album of choice, so yeah, but we want to thank you all for watching and listening, however, you enjoyed us tonight. Um, uh, I want to thank Kyle and mike as always for doing this show with me, they are the best people to do this with. Their yes, sh- shake it up, man. Shake it <laughs> up, shake it <laughs> off. sorry, anyways. So, um, I digress, but yeah, they, they shake it off all the time when, when no one's looking, but yeah, um, but thanks so much for watching, listening, however, you enjoyed us tonight. And
1: uh, so for all of us here, the super show, stay safe, take care, and rock on.